Good morning. 7.55 a.m. on Friday. It is Friday, September the 1st, 2023, in another beautiful blue sky day here on the high plains east of the Rocky Mountains in Greeley, Colorado. There's a few scattered clouds around. It's mostly clear blue sky up there. Prognosis is, the forecast is another hot one, another mid to high 90s. So we had yesterday. Not sure, probably will be what we got tomorrow. There's a weather system stalled. It's not gonna give us any new significant changes, so. that as it may I made it out for the walk really didn't want to I run a little late this morning a bread morning because I need to uh, bake bread today so I slept in a little bit bread took time screwed around too much Put a carabiner on my belt so I have this place to hang the water bottle, but I haven't gotten used to using it on my offhand around the back of my hip yet. Nose is gonna run off my face again today. Good morning. Good morning. It's uh, high 60s, mid 60s already, 66 when I left the house. It's probably almost 70 by now. Yeah. The hoodie stayed home this morning. It's just me and a polo shirt and blue jeans and the summer shoes. here when I walk, I don't know what it is. Oh, crap in my pocket clicking. Not a lot to talk about today. Um, went into the last, the current last book of, and, and it might well be the last book of Elfton, New York. 
I think Chewbacca's jumped the shark on this on this one. It's a nice gimmick. It's a nice idea. He changed point of view from Kia, the the halfling, to her girlfriend. But he didn't change the voice. So we have the girlfriend sounding a lot like Kia. Name is Tana. So you have Tana sounding a lot like Kia. Now, there wasn't a lot to differentiate them between them to begin with, but some of the verbal tics that Kia used, Tana uses. And some of the ways Kia behaves, Tana is behaving. And those aren't, those aren't natural to her. Uh, and where the others were all pretty much culture social. This one is like, shoot him up pew pew. Like, no, I really don't want to read about the, the wonders of the A10 Warthog and my fantasy. Thank you. Not that I have anything against there being an A10 Warthog in a fantasy novel, it's just that the series has become more and more militaristic, more military-oriented the further it goes. I still like it. I recommended it, I think, again. I know I recommended Elft before. I may have gone to the newsletter instead of the website, or may have done it twice on the website. I don't know. I didn't spend a lot of time looking for the cover. I just uploaded a fresh one. But, uh, yeah, I was, uh, I was still reading. Still reading. Trying to keep up with the Romantic Corps Navy reading challenge, uh, recording the number of minutes I read. I go through these books stupidly fast. When I keep track of how many minutes I actually read, holy crap. I'm reading a novel like four or five hours, three or four hours. Some of them I'm blasting through in just over two. Well, no, most of them are at least three. I get the next Bob and Nikki sitting on deck, and that's, that's gonna be, that'll be a fast read, because his, his books will be getting shorter. They're, they're fast reads to begin with. I really need to try to get back into my groove. <sighs> August was not my friend, let's put it that way.
two cars in this intersection. I, it's just, it just boggles me that there's so much traffic on this road. I don't know why. It just, it doesn't seem like the neighborhood is that big that we should have that many people coming out of it or going into it at any given point in time. But I guess it's larger than I think. I guess there are more people here than I'm, I really am aware of. So I've been uh, doing some for science experiments in EVE Online. One of the game mechanics is called Abyssal Dead Space. And it comes in seven difficulties, ranging from zero up to six. And uh, each one requires between one and three filaments to unlock them, open the door, and then you have to kill everything on your way and loot as you go to get out in 20 minutes. So they're really, they're really neat in that they, they take, you know, 25 minutes, five minutes in, five minutes to get there, two minutes to get there, at least uh, no more than 20 minutes to run them and then another couple of minutes to get out. And of course, the faster you run them, the more you can do. But the faster you run them, the more filaments you need. And the filaments, particularly in T0, have become really, really expensive. Like half of the loot value expensive. Yeah. A quarter, anyway. 1,400 million three. Filament is a quarter of a million. So, what is that? 20%. Call it 20%. In the beginning, it was like 10%. Even 5%. So, the smaller the ship, the more filaments you need. Because the smaller the ship, the more difficult it is. That also means you can bring friends. Good morning. I really need to get some sunglasses. Or stop walking in the sun. So the base level one filament cruiser gives X amount of loot. It's randomized. Destroyer gives needs two filaments and it gives twice as much loot as a cruiser. And frigate, if you can do it in a frigate, the frigate needs three filaments and gives three times the amount of loot 
as a cruiser. Because in theory, it's going to be spread across three people. Coming up on a get ready, sit with me, monk pose. So you can imagine that something that is built to need three people is going to be difficult if only one person does it. But the payoffs for the frigate are around two and a half to three million isk monies. And since you need three 150 to 200,000 isk filaments, you're burning nearly a million isk just to open the door. And they take a, a little bit longer because you don't have the firepower in a frigate that you do in another ship, in a bigger ship. So, in theory, yeah, you earn more. You've got, you've got good revenue taking a frigate in, and if you've got good skills, and you're willing to risk a high-end frigate, like one that costs 30 million, then yeah, it pays off pretty well. But if something happens while you're in there, you lose the ship. You lose everything you had on the ship. All the weapons, all the... All the armor, all the, all the stuff, including you, because you die too. And you reincarnate, re-download into a fresh clone, and start over. You still have all your skills, you still have all your money, you still have all, anything that was intangible you still have. But anything you had on you or on the ship, when you go in, does not come out. <laughs> and you don't have anything on you, it's only, well, no, that's not true, because you can have implants. So I started looking at it, not from the perspective of how much revenue per run, but rather, what the amount of net income is per filament used. And it turns out destroyer it gets twice as much loot for twice as many filaments is a better deal and in relation to the cruiser is a better deal per filament than running the frigate that gets three times the cruiser, which is only 50% more, 
than the destroyer in terms of revenue in yeah revenue and is 50% more in terms of filament cost compared to a destroyer and with the filaments taking up more and more of the value becoming a bigger and bigger expense I'm not sure running them in frigates makes that much sense anymore I started doing it I started finding some some fits and some skills and some stuff that let me do it in a film let me do it in a frigate but I don't know what I should be doing is writing what I should be doing is working on the cat I am working on the cat my brain is working on the cat I I have a pretty good idea of what has to happen with the cat I'm just I guess I'm just loath to pull the trigger on it The thing about the cat is that the story I have right now is too mechanical. It's too... It, it lacks heart. It doesn't have the same level of joy that I got from the butler. It doesn't have the same level of construction that I got from the butler. <clears throat> Splashed water in my eye. <laughs> so I have a bunch of plot points and they spill out with all the emotional interest at least for me as a grocery list morning so oh that dove is back on the f <laughs> I don't know if it's the same dove or another dove but Back on the top of the lamppost here. So I'm, um, I'm afraid. I'm fairly certain that what has to happen is I need a clean slate. I need a story that centers Roger. I need a story that centers the cat, the same way as. Roger centered, centered the butler and the old man's senility centered that story. And what I've got now is not that. I know who the I know who the cat is. I know where the cat comes from. I know why the cat is there. 
I know what has caused the cat to show up. What I don't have is how Roger and his mundane inability to witness magic relates to this cat. The cat can see the fairies. The cat can stalk the fairies. The cat makes the fairies nervous. The pixies are a little bit uneasy, but they're, they know what the cat is about. Shackleford has no idea. Shackleford is at a complete and utter loss. Fidelia comes back. Fidelia comes back from Mongolia and moves in with the old man because now that he's better, she's, she feels much safer. Barbara Griffin comes back. It's Barbara who discovers where the cat is from. Barbara is the key to unraveling the mystery of the cat. And if I'm gonna shut off recording, I should probably work on the machine that's actually doing the recording. I pulled the wrong phone out of my pocket. Anyway. Yeah, clean slate. Maybe not today. I am at the back gate. Tomorrow is Saturday and I will not be walking tomorrow, but I should be back on the road on Sunday. And with any luck at all, I'll talk to you then.